Welcome back to the Gucci Podcast mini-series dedicated to Vault, a new online concept store created by Gucci from the vision of Alessandra Michele. Hello and welcome to this episode of our mini-series on Vault. I'm Shahid Abari, Professor of Fashion Cultures and Histories at London College of Fashion. Over the next few episodes of the Gucci podcast, I'll be introducing you to the dynamic young creatives whose work is leading the way in shaping the fashion future. A new wave of emerging designers who we at Gucci think are at the vanguard of fashion change. We'll be finding out about the creative influences that have shaped their work and learning how they see themselves taking fashion forward. Here are Jordan Bowen and Luca Marchetta of Jordan Luca and Josephine Berkvist and Livia Schuch of Rave Review. Together, London-based Jordan Bowen and Italian-born Luca Marchetta established Jordan Luca in 2017. Their brand marries strong Italian heritage with the rawness of London dance floors. Luca studied at the Nuova Accademia di Bella Arti and Jordan trained as a milliner. Now they create playful florals, union jacks, stitched in monocolour, knitted corsets and punk bridal trains. Their work is daring and joyful. And rave review are Swedish designers Josephine Bergfest and Livia Schuck. They won the Stockholm Prize and the Bernadotte Art Award in 2020 and the H&M and L Newcomer Award during Paris Fashion Week in 2019. Working entirely from second-hand clothes and textiles, sourcing materials across Sweden and collaborating with recycling companies, they are materials-focused designers, reinventing upcycling. I started by asking Jordan Luca how they would describe their creative style. So we started the brand Jordan Luca three years ago and yeah, I'm from Italy, I was born in Italy and Jordan is uh, from London. And you know, basically Jordan Luca, it is an extension of where we are. And you know, we are two completely different cultures that we mix together on our daily life. And Jordan Luca is our baby, is, is the result of these two things merging together. So Jordan Luca is a clash between the subculture and the counterculture of London and the heritage of Italy. as a kind of elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rave Review? Yeah, so we're both from Stockholm. We're Swedish. We started uh, Rave Review four years ago. I guess our like, his pitch is uh, that we're doing uh, high-end upcycling. Upcycling couture we use from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, upcycling and remake uh, is the, the core of the brand. To use like pre-existing materials, like home textiles, blankets, bed linen, pillows, <laughs> stuff like that, and uh, put it in new lights and make modern and like cool clothes out of it. How did you two get together, Josephine and Livia? We met in uh, design school at uh, Beckmann's uh, College of Design. In um, Stockholm? In Stockholm. Yeah, I mean, we, we were working very like, closely together during the years, but we actually didn't like collaborate or work together. Yeah, we were, like, uh, one year after graduation, felt quite um, frustrated with the industry. Like the fashion industry that we really wanted to be a part of, but we hadn't really found our way to work with it. And of course, we were questioning everything about fashion when it comes to like the environment and like our, just our roles as designer. And like, what were your frustrations? Like, what was your what was the you know what? The main frustration was mm. that 
we couldn't find actually a creative nice job mm. we, we had to like create our own dream job because mm -hmm. we wanted to work so much more creative and also more sustainable we didn't want to contribute to this like just selling a lot of shit yeah how did you two meet Jordan and Luca and how did you decide that Jordan's name would go before Luca's? We met in a toilet, funnily enough, and we met in a toilet at a club <laughs> in East London. Uh, and we've been, to, well, we've been together now, I think we've been together 10 years. I was a milliner for many years. I was making hats for, God, probably around eight or nine years. Luca was working for different fashion houses and had moved, had kind of recently moved to London. We met. And then, you know, two years into our kind of our relationship, we started working together. We started, you know, Luca would help me finish hats and then I would help him kind of guide some, some prints that he was doing, that he was working on. And it, and it kind of evolved from that, you know, and I think we very quickly realised that we worked very well together uh, and where we're at now. You know, we, we're very, very different people from different places, but we have one vision and that, that can be quite, you know, it can be quite difficult. And I think that's why... What the challenge, not difficult, but what the challenge sometimes can be is aligning that creative language. We did a survey to reply to your answer about the name. So, of course, <laughs> we, of, like course of course, we didn't know it was Jordan Luke or Luke and Jordan. We, know, we, knew, <laughs> we knew they didn't want to put the E in between for obvious reasons. So, we asked people, and uh, everybody came back saying, No, oh, it has to be Jordan Luke, sounds much nicer. Oh. <laughs> and which is something that they use as a weapon against him, you know, because when, yes. when, when we fight and when we take the final decision, if I don't agree with it, but we still go with it, I say, Fine, your name is first. So, <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the four of you talk, I can see that you have certain things in common. And actually, these are things that are really important to Vault. I can, you know, the kind of cut up techniques that you're interested in, Jordan Luca, and, and the upcycling that's at the heart of Rave Review. At the heart of Vault is this idea that one day everything will be vintage and that everything we make now also belongs to the past and that heritage and vintage can be a part of the fashion future. So tell me about what it is that influences your work. Josephine Olivia, you go first on that one. First, it's about uh, the material for us, yeah. uh, definitely. And it's like vintage and secondhand material that we work with mainly. Yeah, since it's also like challenging to sort and like find all our materials, uh, it's always where it starts and uh, it sets the ground rules. Yeah, I mean, it sets like a framework for what we can do. And it's also like a source of inspiration. So we get inspired and we use a lot of blankets and then, then we might like develop the pattern of the blanket into a digital print so we use it also as an inspiration for the rest of the collection and to tie it together yeah it's not only that we like upcycle it's like upcycling is like the concept sort yeah. of we actually upcycled our name also <laughs> from from like an old vintage tag so so it's like uh, the main concept <laughs> for everything yeah and that's we, we don't need any other inspiration actually we can just uh, that's like enough for us yeah so that's that's why we don't work so much with mood mm -hmm. boards we are like hands on the fabrics and just get started. The, the fabrics speak for themselves for you. What about you, Jordan and Luca? What are your influences? For me, it's people in London. I was born in Italy and I studied in Italy and then I moved to London. And, you know, I was shocked as soon as I came to London. And still today, people make me turn my head in the street. I think today the most interesting thing is how people wear the things how they combine them together. I'm interested in the styling of people. And you know, I always take pictures of them, like a stalker, and then I go back to Jordan in the studio and say, look, this woman, she was wearing the puffer jacket. 
And that's what inspired us to recreate the puffer jacket in the same way that she was wearing it. And that's, and that's how it became completely something else. I love London because of that, and I still do, even if I've been there for many years now. But, you know, it's, for me, it's like a survivor look. When I moved from Milan to London, I was going to work, and then I was supposed to meet my friends, and, and you know, I wanted to go home and change, take a shower, and then go out for the night. Like, I was doing in Milan, because that's the life that we do here. And I realized that if you do that, you know, you're never going to see your friends in London. You know, you leave in, the, you leave in the morning and you come back three days after. And your look is like kind of carrying all the necessary that you have to go through your life and through your day in London. Yeah, it's really interesting, like a combination of, of, of in London when you see, you know, people going to work, for example, like, you know, they've got sportswear and sneakers and, and a kind of sneaker shoe trainer thing, you know, that, that can kind of carry across the whole day so that they can take the suit off and go to the gym and then maybe go after for a drink. So it's, it's really interesting, London, there's so much pressure to work, you know, it's quite brutal, and I think you have to, yeah, like Luca said, it's, it's a real survival look. But, you know, just thinking about what you're saying, Chahar, about the element of vintage and the perspective on what is old and what is new. London, I think, especially compared to Italy, and of course, because we, we spend a lot of time in Italy now, but London really feels very much attuned to its past. We have lots and lots of vintage and, th and that, that's a really big part of the fashion industry where it isn't so much in, in Milan. I mean, you're seeing it more and more in Milan and where they're starting to do select vintage now. But we have charity shops, of course, which, you know, even for Luca, when we talk about it, you know, it, it just doesn't exist, that idea of recycling your old clothes. I mean, in the reality, you know, we need to start thinking more like that. And it's not just about charity shops, but about how we look at old things and how we treat old clothes. What does timelessness mean and how does that play into fashion today? What really influences us is the here and now, of course, but what does the here and now look like tomorrow? Yeah. I want to ask Josephine and Livia about the city they work in because Jordan and Luke have just written a love letter to London there. So I'd love to know where you work and the design culture in the cities and the countries that you live. We can't really relate to the thing that you just bring everything with you because you're not going to be home <laughs> until the end of the day. It's like quite easy for us to just take the bike home in like five minutes. I mean, Stockholm is quite small. Yeah, you can bike around everywhere. Yeah. yeah, we have like a lot of creative people and a lot yeah. of talented people. Yeah, it's like at this point in Sweden, it's like a little bit divided. You have the, the older group of designers that have been around 10, 15 years, and then we have like the new wave of designers that are just waiting to come out, I think. Well, you're part of the new wave. Tell us about the work that we're going to see from you showcased on Vault. We're going to see part of the Autumn Winter 21 collection. It's a lot of garments made out of kilts that we collected in Scotland. So it's like a puff sleeve jacket. That's uh, made out of like all the debates, uh, probably from like the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, there's uh, this like body made out of old uh, bed linen. When you look at our like stuff, uh, a lot of Swedes are filled with like nostalgia from like childhood or like this is my grandma's old duvet. Well, all of your pieces is quite different then because everything is what you can find. Yeah, I mean, of course, sometimes it's a problem when it comes to production, but mm. like when we sell to a store, maybe the pieces for, for that particular store are unique. Yeah, all the pieces for Gucci, definitely, they, they are unique. And it's also depending on what kind of fabric. When we use kilts, for example, then sure. we can find a lot of like, it's quite generic. It's the red one instead mm. of the yellow and so on. 
But when it comes to like retro blankets and duvets, then it's most common to just find one. Mm. Uh, I love the spontaneity of that, that it's mm. just, it just feels quite spontaneous. You know, you I mean, never, that you know, makes you know, our... You know what you're buying into, but you never know quite quite know how it's going to feel. You know, it will feel, feels, yeah. it feels the same, but it kind of looks yeah, It's quite exciting for the buyers, actually. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm sure. They yeah, yeah, sure. surprised every time they receive yeah. something, actually. <laughs> and maybe the, the people buying from the stores also get surprised. <laughs> I, think people, I think when people buy it, it makes them, must, yeah. make, must make them feel quite special because they, because they get to choose. You know, they're choosing one style, but of course they, yeah, I mean, choose, they get to choose the details. You can really have your mm. own, like, like you're the only yeah. one in the world mm-hmm. wearing that jacket. Jordan and Luca, I want to know a bit more about what, what we'll see from you on Vault. I think our collection are very honest because we always put ourselves in the collection and the way that we feel in the moment. You know, for us, the now is very important. And mental health for us is very important as well. You know, me and Jordan were recovering for many, many years. And, and, you know, we are very honest. And Autumn Winter 21 has been one of the most honest collections we ever did. We're in the middle of pandemic. I haven't been home. I didn't see my family for two years and a half. And all those feelings, they came out in the collection. So it came out quite dark, but, you know, so auto-referential to, my, to the place where I'm from. I'm from the north of Italy, from Tyrol. So, you know, all our jackets, they have details of what my father was wearing, his Sunday jacket. And, you know, there are prints made out with stats of two guys chasing a barrel, which is the game that I was playing when I was a kid. And there are references to the legend of the golden deer. It's very auto-referential and there is a big sense of nostalgia as well. You know, I haven't seen them for so long, my family. And, you know, and this is exactly what I love about fashion. When you start creating your collection, you know, you have all this emotion coming out. You know, for me, it's incredible because it's something that you can't control. It's this creative rush that you have. And I have to sit down because I have too much headache. Oh, Luke, that's really moving to hear you talk about the vulnerability that will be visible in your work. And I, I, maybe this leads to the, the next question, which is the idea that, that the spirit of Vault is radical and experimental. So tell me how you think your work is radical and experimental. Rave Review, Josephine and Livia. Uh, the business model of Rave Review is quite radical. I mean, since we're just doing a reproduction using pre-existing materials, so the whole concept of it it's quite radical and then we also like our aesthetics we love to like maximize everything and do it in an unexpected way when we started it's like a lot of things has happened in the industry when it comes to like sustainability and like upcycling and when we started uh, four years ago I, we didn't really find that much brands that were doing upcycling or like you know working with it entirely as a concept especially using home textiles i, I think that's like one of the most radical things about us also the use of quite like weird fabrics and bringing them into like a new context. Yeah, I mean to make second-hand luxurious fashion, to make uh, like a terry cloth something very desirable. And personally, you know, I just say what I love about your work, guys, is that you know it, it's nostalgic, but it's just super fresh. It feels really fresh. It feels really new. It feels really updated. Thank you. Really exciting. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, that's like the goal to like make something very old to make it contemporary. I think that's like always the aim and like make it look modern and like now. 
Yeah, I mean, that's very important since the fabrics are so retro and it's just beautiful when it's put together in a nice way. Yeah, there's beauty and there's risk-taking together, it seems to me. What about you, Jordan and Luca? What's radical and experimental about Jordan Luca? I mean, it's interesting to talk about risk. Even to be sustainable is risky, you know, I mean, if, in, in the bigger sense. For me, you know, working, coming from a millinery hat-making perspective, everything is sustainable because everything is, can be a hat, everything. There was so much stuff, just, you know, like, like a magpie, just bits of, bits of plastic, money, you know, postage stamps, letters from the Bible made into flowers. You know, every, everything for me was, was treasure. So I, we, we, we came into Jordan Luca very much with this perspective. And I think for me, it feels so natural to, to, to reuse and to recycle. Yeah, and the final thing I want to ask you both very quickly. It's an impossible question, but it's about the future. What well, One of the taglines for Volt is past tense, present tense, future tense. So tell me about the future. What are your ambitions for the next five years? Where would you like to be? You know, this is, for me, always the most difficult question ever, because of course you have a vision, and of course you do your best to arrive at that point that you have, but me and Jordan, we really are living the now and the today and taking literally one day at a time, you know, because this is, this is what keeps us sane. But at the same time, for example, we signed an amazing contract for shoe, for footwear. So, you know, now footwear is starting for us and that's very exciting because it's so, it makes so much difference when you can complete your total look with your own footwear. So that's something very important for us. Neatwear. It's something that we love doing, and uh, we are expanding the range of that, for sure, because it's working very well for us. And then, so, yeah, I mean, in, in also in what happened last year is that we started to think about what Jordan Luca means, not just as a fashion brand, because I think fashion didn't really exist last year. I think it was so enlightening to understand, actually, you know what, we are creative people, and we can apply that. We can apply that to anything, whether that be, you know, whether it be carpets or curtains. That was something we've always been really interested in, and we'll, you know, talk more about that in the coming months. But we're starting to develop some homeware uh, with an Italian brand. So I think, you know, the next five years, we're thinking about Jordan Luca in, in a way that, that is bigger in terms of the way that we can implement it. it, it yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really exciting time where we're at, at the moment. So let's see, but kind of everything is possible. What about you, Ray Review? What's next for you guys? Hopefully a lot will happen this coming five years. I mean, we want to, of course, grow as a company, uh, just like develop our concepts further and um, really make production. It's hard to find like suppliers for it and it would be amazing to just create this new system for it, from like sorting to production and finished product. Uh, yeah, I mean, we started that journey with creating a new value chain uh, where you like collect materials, you do the quality control, you wash it, you sort it in colors. I mean, we need this bigger system of logistics for it to work. So that's something that we need to have it. If we're able to find that way, then it's just gonna, nothing can stop us then if we have that, <laughs> I think. But we're, we're like daydreaming about moving to Milan or Paris and like have a, an office or a studio here so we can be closer to everything. That doesn't sound like a wild daydream. That seems like it's entirely yeah. possible. I really wish you guys great luck. It's been wonderful Thank meeting you, so you. Have a fantastic Thank time. You. Thank you so much, Jordan Bowen and Luca Marquetta of Jordan Luca, and Josephine Berkfast and Livia Shook of Rave Review.
thank you for listening to the Gucci podcast. Discover more about Vault and the featured emerging talents on the episode's notes.